Hello and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych 101, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the place for you. Growing up, I remember always being fascinated by the Guinness Book of World Records, and one of the first things that I was I would turn to every year that they compiled the Guinness Book of World Records was who was the oldest man, and the oldest man on record for at least uh, 2016, 2017, was a man by the name of Yisrael Crystal. We're going to talk about Yisrael Crystal as the oldest living man, but first we're going to talk about Avram Avinu, who was considered by most people a very old man for the majority of the part of the Torah that we uh, we actually discuss Avram Avinu's life. Interestingly, that we discuss his life in terms of his age. And age is a factor in this week's parsha as well as the previous parshas. Towards the end of the parsha, prior to Avram's death, Avram marries again for a third time to a woman named Keturah. Why was she called Keturah? Because her deeds were as sweet as the incense that was known as the Keturahs. So Rashi says that his third wife was really Hagar, and others disagree and say that no, it was not Hagar. But let's go with Rashi's understanding for a second, that it was Hagar. So if that's the case, then he would have in fact married somebody that he had divorced. And as we know, Hagar was the concubine who was banished from Avram and Sarah's house. But as we see in this intriguing set of events, he marries her again after Sarah dies. <clears throat> so a couple of questions come to mind when we learn over this part of the Parsha. First of all, why did Avram feel compelled to get married again. I mean, it's it was Hagar, so kind of he, he knew her. But secondly, let's look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Vayosef Avraham Vayikach Isha Ushma Again, the words are Vayosef Avram Vayikach Isha Ushma And Avram continued and took a wife, and her name was Keturah. So the use of the word Vayosef, and he continue, if it was read in the literal sense, it would mean that he added. So what was Avram adding to? So to answer these questions, I want to mention and add a few thoughts, pardon the pun, of two great scholars who were nifter within the same week about one year ago. Those two scholars were Rabbi Jonathan Sachs and Rabbi David Feinstein. So Rabbi Sachs once wrote about this man that I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast named Yisrael Crystal, and he was known for some time to be the oldest living man and also the oldest survivor of the Holocaust. He died in 2017 at the age of 113. A little shy of Avram's 175, but 113 was pretty pretty old. And during the Holocaust, he lost everyone and everything that he had. But before the war, he was a manufacturer of what we would call sweets. Back in those days, they called them confections. And when the war was over, he eventually married uh, again, and he picked up the pieces and started by making confections, um, or uh, some of the many, the or I guess the many of the innovative candies that he made that we might know of nowadays, were chocolate-covered orange peels, which I've never really had, and a chocolate liqueur shaped like liqueur bottles. Those were her his inventions, and he built up this company from nothing. Perhaps more importantly, he produced two children, nine great-grandchildren, uh, and probably many, many great-grandchildren to follow. And he remained a religious Jew his entire life, which was not a very common thing for survivors of the Holocaust. And Rabbi Sachs 
compares the life of Yisrael Crystal to the life of Avram. Avram had lots of hardships. We know he went through the Sarnasionis, the ten trials and tribulations. But it's said of Avram that he died in a good old age, old and satisfied. And when Avram married Keturah and had the six sons with her, he started again. He didn't give up. He picked up and continued with life. And he ended up living a long life, but also a good life. Um, no, I know that uh, if you ever read the book on the Rebetzin, at Rebetzin Esther Youngrice, that is, one of her favorite quotes was, a long life is not good enough, but a good life is long enough. And Avram definitely had a long life and a good life. Reb David Feinstein suggests that the strange wording of Vayosef, getting back to what we were asking in the second question, why does it say Vayosef? What is he adding? It's letting us know that even when life seems like it should be over, and even in the case of Avram Avinu, where the Gemara attests that he had already tasted what's known as Olam Haba, the world to come, Avram didn't stop living. He picked up and kept on going. And you would think, as we're told, that better an hour in Olam Haba, which is the world to come, than an entire life in this world. So we would think that given that, we, which we say in, in Pirkei Avos, by the way, that Avram would just say, I'm done, but no. He, he wanted to continue and add to the mitzvahs that he had already done, to continue to do the very first mitzvah of the Torah, which is Puravu, to be fruitful and multiply. And sure enough, he had six children um, with Keturah. And therefore, the Torah uses the word add to describe what he had done by taking Keturah and having those children with her. Now, resilience, this is what we call resilience, because in the face of adversity, you would think people like Avram Avinu and and uh, and Yisrael Crystal would have given up. So resilience is a topic that social scientists and psychologists have studied for years, and they've designed many, many studies to see, for instance, how children overcome bullying and insults and put-downs. And there's a professor named Emmy Warner who proposed three phenomenon that foster this uh, sense of high resilience. So those three factors are good developmental outcomes despite high-risk status. The second one will be sustained competence under stress. And the third one is recovery from trauma. And these are countered by having a good support system and a faith-based approach to life. And when you have this good support system and a belief in God, that can help anyone, no matter what the adversity that they endured, to survive and not only survive, but to thrive, as did Avram Avinu and Yisrael Crystal. So like Yisrael Crystal and Avram, we should never feel like our mission in this world is complete. We have to constantly strive to do those mitzvahs and serve Hashem to the best of our ability while we are still in this world. And this requires the resilience of people like Avram Avinu and Yisrael Crystal. Maybe all be zocha to continue to have the strength to thrive and survive. Have a wonderful Shabbos.